I could hardly watch the news yesterday. I was deeply moved by the organic, nationwide uprising, standing for the rights of pregnant people to decide to do with their bodies what they need to do with their bodies. I mean, all over the nation, women and men and children dressed in green, standing outside, standing up for the right to choose. I was just so proud of the reaction to the leaked document, to the, to the words on the page, to the, to the awareness that the issue really isn't abortion, though we must be able to say that word out loud, but that the issue really is a wholesale assault on human rights, and we know this. Sophisticated people know this. The ones who are coming to know this know this. We know that the old German poem is true for us. If they're coming first for voting rights, and then they're coming then for the parents of trans children, and then they're coming for the women and the ones who are pregnant, then they're coming, y'all, for all of us. For all of us. For all of the freedoms for which our grandmothers and grandfathers and I mean, from suffragettes to, no, let's go back, to emancipation, let's go back to every human soul that said, I will be free. Let's go back to Harriet Tubman walking once again and again to get people out of bondage. Let's go back to everybody who stood to say, I must have the right to vote. Let's go back to all the soldiers who fell to the ground dead to stand for the rights for us to live. Let's go all the way back to my great uncle George, working with Fannie Lou Hamer, making sure that there was a right to vote for those poor people in Mississippi. Let's go back to all the students who sat at lunchroom counters defying the white supremacist, eating there and being crashed on the head by ketchup bottles and salt bottles. Let's go back to all the people marching across the Pettus Memorial Bridge saying, give us free. Let's go back to that ship of slaves and all who stood for their right to have liberty on this land. Let's go back to every Chinese justice warrior who said we will make this nation a nation for our people too and move this conversation from black and white. Let's go to all the queer people who stood up in dance clubs and on streets to make this nation a safe and well place. I was so proud to watch the march of justice and all of the human beings who would stand and pull the ark so that it bends toward justice. And then, and then, there's what your eyes cannot stand to see one more time. Only that they're black is he hunting the people in that neighborhood, in Buffalo. And that this home place, land of the free, home of the brave, cannot connect the dots between slave patrols and the right to bear arms so that the white supremacists can easily shop and shoot and kill. I can hardly breathe. How about you?
What does it mean when John's vision, his apocalypse, says, I see a new heaven and a new earth because the old one has passed away. I, I see a time where there's no more crying and no more mourning. I see a time when the waters of life flow freely so that all of the thirsty children, including the ones in Flint who still don't have clean drinking water, can live and be made well by the river of life, the water of life. How, how do we imagine somebody seeing something so beautiful and amazing and powerful and positive in his time, which is not so different than ours? I mean, when I was a little girl, I, my mother and father would stick a book in my face all the time. Here, read this. You know, what do you, what does it mean to menstruate? Here, read this. You know, why are people, why are people crazy? Here, read this. Why, why is there racism in the world? Girl, read this. Is there really a God? Read this. And then I'd read it, cover to cover. And you get to Revelation and you're like, what in the hell, mom and dad? What does it, right? What is this talking about? What is with the beast? What is with the sea? What is with the sea monster? I mean, the vision in, in, in John's apocalypse, which really just means to reveal, to pull back, to take away the veil, happens in a context in which he's describing not only the future, but the present tense events happening in his time. Turmoil, heartbreak, war, famine, oppression, power-wielding, power-grabbing people making the masses broke, destitute, class wars. The beast is Babylon. The beast is Rome. The beast is the United States of America. Did I say that? The beast is. Capitalism run amok. The beast is any nation state that occupies any other nation state and kills its journalists and would disrupt the funeral with batons and bullets. John's vision of God everywhere, making light everywhere. God so present to all the people, they don't even need temples or synagogues or mosques because God takes up residence in each of them. Like this synagogue made a mishkan for us, a tabernacle for us, God tabernacles in the people so profoundly that religion, that's what John was writing about. The Beatle John. <laughs> Just wanted you to stay with me on the... Stay with me on the Johns. <laughs> Imagine there's no country, right? It isn't hard to do. Imagining a time where borders don't matter, where ethnicity doesn't matter, where gender and sexuality doesn't matter, not because it doesn't matter or doesn't exist, but because it isn't a border or a boundary to keep us apart from one another. This is what he saw. This is what he's dreaming of. And guys, we, we don't see it. Not yet, not yet, not nearly enough. Oh, no. We, the church, don't see our 
calling, vocation to be the temple of the holy, the residence of the holy, the place where God takes up residence and lives in us so profoundly that we change the world. We're just not ambitious enough. We're just not. And I want to be honest with you, sometimes I can't see. I can't see it. God, I'm a professional seer of things. I get paid to see, and sometimes I can't. It's just too distracting. It's just too hard. It's just too much. It's too painful. You can't take it. And if your head is bowed and your tears are flowing, it's really super hard to see a healed world through blurry red, itchy, teary, heartbroken eyes. But on a good day, I remember that when I was a little girl and mom and dad were throwing books at me, I had a vision, a dream, that I would dream almost every year on Target, right around the time The Wizard of Oz would come on. I would dream this dream. <laughs> and I am pretty sure there was a correlation. You'll know when I say it. I would dream a dream every year of being a girl on a journey up a mountain and I'd walk around and around and around the mountain through summer, through spring, through winter, through fall, verdant trees. I could smell, I could feel the changing of color, the transformation. I'd walk around and around and around until I got to the top. And when I got to the top, there would be a mountain lion. And the lion was white and had like a giant mane and green scary eyes, but I wasn't afraid. And the lion would be talking, the lion would be talking and I couldn't understand it. What is, this? what is it saying to me? I'd try to read its lips, I'd try to slow it down, and I didn't understand it, and I couldn't understand it, and I would dream it every year. And about 10 years ago, I got clear that the lion was saying the words that if I could understand them, I would know how to heal the world. This crazy text from John is difficult to understand. And his vision is difficult to see. But his core message, y'all, is we are the ones that God is waiting for to get busy healing the world. She can't do it without us. If she could, she would have by now. She needs children and teenagers and mommies and daddies, old people and young people, queer people and straight people, black and white people, Asian, indigenous and Latinx people to get in line for the movement of love and justice, to be willing to open up our hearts and our minds and let God inhabit us fully, pushing out selfishness, pushing out fear, dismantling the isms that we think define us and being one human family healing the world, the world, the creation, Paul says, is waiting like a woman in childbirth for the children of God to reveal themselves. Come on, y'all. We've got to show up and show off and stand up and be seen as holy people filled with power to make a difference in this world. How dare we send thoughts and prayers one more time to the families of dead people without doing something about it. And don't say we can't. When is the day that we will all walk out of our jobs and be on strike till America acts like the reign of God? That's what I'm dreaming about. 
I'm dreaming about connecting the dots, not having oppression Olympics and saying, until you love the women, until you love the queers, until you love the trans, until you love the, all of those alphabets in the Asian community, because they're not one thing, until you love the black man standing on the corner who should be able to live and be black and not be under threat, until you love even the white people who need to be loved into healing. We are not going to be free. And we are going to stand together across ethnicity and religion. We're going to stand together across class. And we are going to make this world the dream of John of Patmos and the plan of God healed, hold, no more pain, no more mourning, no more crying, no more hunger, enough for everyone to survive and thrive. Come on, middle people. This is our job. We clearly didn't need a temple in order to be faithful this last two years, because we didn't have one. But I'll tell you what, God's people want to be seen and hugged and touched. They want to feel the choir sing. They want to hear the see our faces pretty soon, all of our faces, <laughs> with eye contact and feel the embodiment of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? The reason that we are called by God to do a bold new thing on the earth is because we're gifted to do the bold new thing on the earth. We have the stuff. We've got the stuff that we want. We've got the stuff that we need. We've got more than enough to make racism fall to its knees. Because we are the kings and queens and non-binary siblings of the day and night, and God is calling us to move. Are you ready to move? Are you ready to move? Are you ready to move? Then let's go and get busy. Amen.